0: As you probably well know, in 2019, anything and everything is racist. Milk is racist. The, this, the okay sign is racist. And the Lion King is racist. Get this, because the hyenas, because they all have Hispanic accents, they're saying this means that the creators of Lion King thinks all Hispanics are evil. And, of course, President Trump himself is a racist. Well, we've got Joel Patrick here to talk about how this racist president invited him and a bunch of other black men and women to the White House to have dinner with the president at a reception for National Black History Month. But first we spend so much time talking about how everything is racist when in reality most of those things aren't actually racist. Criticizing little Colin Krapernick for kneeling on the flag isn't actually racist. It's an acknowledgment of the universal truth that the guy just sucks. That statue that reminds liberals of a monkey? isn't actually racist. And by the way, if you see a statue of a monkey and you think, hey, you know, that person reminds me of a, that monkey reminds me of a black person, guess who's the racist? It's you. Now it turns out there are a lot of things that prove that liberals might be the racist ones. And we're gonna go through nine things that liberals think are terrific that turn out actually could be pretty incredibly racist. Don't believe me? Just swap out the word black for the word white and then tell me it's not racist. All right, and welcome to the White House Brief. I am your host, John Miller, humble, lovable, and, of course, always right. Now, remember, we've got a podcast of the show now. You can search for it in iTunes. Please subscribe, rate, and review it. That will help it stand out among all the other garbage in that store and help it stand out so that it charts better. Now, it's one thing for liberals to want diversity. It's another thing to create special privileges for blacks in the name of diversity. I mean, call me crazy, but isn't that racist? Like I said, switch the word from white to black and you'll see. And here are nine examples. Numero uno, black people meet. Have you guys seen this? It's black people meet. It is a dating app. Meet other black singles in your area, it says. People are like, what? This is just for black people to meet others like them. I don't see what's so wrong about that. Well, can you imagine if they created a website called white people meet? White People Meet, come here to meet other white singles in your area. Don't let those pesky black people clog up your feed while trying to breed. Filter them out with whitepeoplemeet.com. Whitepeoplemeet.com. Join today. My guess is Al Sharpton would get his pompadour specially pressed just to go protest that website. Now, if you want to meet people who look like you, come from a similar background, that is totally fine. But what is racist is to say that it's okay for black people to do one thing, but it's not okay for whites to do it as well. That is a complete double standard, and that is what is racist. All right, moving on to this one. What about this? Number two, Cal State LA. When Cal State LA, a university in California, created segregated housing for black people, oh, weird, all of a sudden, separate but equal is okay. It's okay when black people want to do it in the other direction. Not making this up, quote, A California university is the latest public school of higher education to establish African American priority housing in response to demands from black students seeking refuge from what they consider insensitive remarks and microaggressions. Oh, a microaggression from their white classmates. You guys want to know what a microaggression is? A microaggression is black people who don't like to be asked, Where are you from? Not making this up, you can see this right here on the screen. They don't like to be asked, Where are you from? Where were you born? They're like, don't tell me those are normal conversation starters in college. Black people were offended when some people were asking them, where are you from? So apparently they need their own separate housing for that. Can't make it up. Number three, you know that the left would never put up with historically white colleges. If we had those, there would be outrage, but we have historically black colleges Are those racist? Well, no, they're not racist, they argue, because they were established before the civil rights during segregation when black people couldn't get into institutions of higher learning. Yeah, well, what happened? Oh yeah, the Civil Rights Act happened, which was supposed to make it so that this kind of discrimination didn't happen anymore. Well, they don't discriminate against whites, they just admit less of them. Yeah, sounds like discrimination to me. And by the way, try being a white person attending a historically black college and see how welcome you feel by the black people there. I mean, talk about you can't sit with us. If whites treated blacks like that at other universities, you know it would be a national scandal. And speaking of colleges, that brings us to number four, affirmative action. Yeah, they say we're gonna lower our standards for white people because they're not as capable. Can you imagine that? I mean, on this one, you don't even need to switch the words around on that one. I mean, this one is just racist on its face. They are literally saying, oh, you black people are so incompetent. What we're going to do is we're going to actually lower our standards for you just to let you in easier because we know you black people can't perform academically as well as whites. I mean, if it's for the disenfranchised, go to Appalachia and tell me there aren't white communities hurting just as bad as black inner city ghettos. In Appalachia, why don't they get a leg up? Because affirmative action is not based on disenfranchisement, it is based on skin color, which essentially means that you're saying to blacks it's, that their inability to perform academically or otherwise, you're saying that inability is biological. Interesting. Moving on to number five black superheroes. And yes, I am looking at you, Black Panther. Never mind the fact that you know, a white panther would be considered so racist. White panther from a country of all whites. Hey, I guess maybe that's, maybe that's what MAGA country is, right next to Wakanda. I mean, that would never fly in Hollywood. And Interesting how the high and mighty royalty from Wakanda isn't actually interested in the race issues, the actual race issues plaguing a place like Oakland. No, T'Challa doesn't even acknowledge them as his people. Now, did I enjoy Black Panther? Absolutely. But it is a racist movie that just parades around like a black film in order to rake in millions. Number six, all of the black movements, black power, I mean, can you imagine white power? White power? Black Lives Matter? Can you imagine white lives matter? Hmm, I really don't think that would fly. Of course, Black Lives Matter is based off of the myth that black people are targeted and slain by the cops in alarming numbers. It's a real nice story to push your racist movement. All lives matter. I will say it over and over again. Don't care how much it offends people when I say that. All lives matter. Number seven, black people, for whatever reason, are allowed to have their own magazines. I mean, you guys know Essence Magazine, and then there's Black Journal. I mean, speaking of Black Lives Matter, can you imagine how many cities Black Lives Matter would raise to the ground if they ever found out about something called, I don't know, White Journal? I mean, they'd say this is totally racist. Can you believe they have white journal, white essence, talking about 19 bold white thinkers and unsung heroes and instructing people to buy white, how to buy from white business owners? Now, these aren't actual magazines, and we're not condoning this, but these are actual things taken from black magazines that we just replaced the word white with to show how, in reality, it would be construed as racist if anyone ever made these magazines but black, ma- black magazines are allowed. All right, number eight. What about what statements like white men can't jump, white people can't dance? Think about it, what if you made a movie called Black Men Can't Spell, or Asian Women Can't Drive? You think there would be outrage there? And last but not least, Black History Month. Now, I have a piece written about this, little controversial, got a little bit of controversy, but think about it this way. If whites tried to get their own history month, Something tells me the black community would have a bit of a problem with that. So if you want to talk about racism, what about all these things that you know would be met with outrage? There would be universal scorn if any of these things were actually a thing. And if it were the other way around, if you switch the word black for white, it would, there would be outrage. Now, I get it. I understand the argument that black people should enjoy special privileges because they've suffered from 230 years plus of indecency and injustice in this country, and they need reparations. Hey, Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, they're talking about reparations for blacks. My question is when are we going to get over it? When? Ever? I mean, we've had a black president, worst president ever, by the way, at least in modern history, I mean, he... He's up there with Woodrow Wilson and FDR in terms of a, a dictatorial pox on democracy. But nevertheless, we had a black president. I mean, that's huge. Look at the Forbes list. Black people everywhere. In every profession, you have blacks thriving and succeeding. I mean, they're doing so well, Jesse Smollett had to make up his oppression. If you're black in America, you can really do anything. And right now, more than ever, because employers, guess what? Employers are dying to hire minorities. Employers are looking for diversity. I mean, diversity is all the rage in the workplace right now. So it advantages blacks. Black folks, take advantage of that and get that job that you want because you know that this diversity is all the rage. It's not going to last forever. All right, so I'm here with Joel Patrick, black redneck, legendary black redneck. You're an arborist as well. Instagram extraordinaire, you do it all. Well, I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> I, I dabble. You dabble in a bit of everything. Now, you were at the White House yesterday for Black History Month, which I just crapped on in this monologue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, it's funny because the president gets a bad rap for being racist. He invited all of these people to the White House, uh, except us, uh, to en- enjoy uh, you know, a, a, a reception. Can you tell us about it and, uh, and what happened during it?
1: So actually, it was actually really incredible. We, um, we, we walked in and we got to meet a lot of other um, well-known African-Americans. Yeah. If <laughs> we should shouldn't use the term,
0: <laughs> black Americans. Well, this is the TV industry <laughs> where we only have a little bit of time, so we don't have time to say all those syllables. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: and uh, it was really crazy because I, I tweeted, I tweeted, um, look at this spread of food. I said, not a hamburger in sight. And it was, it was kind of making fun of it because I think the main thing is everyone that was there, we couldn't have cared less what the food was. The food was great, right. by the way, but we didn't care what the food was. We were glad to be in the White House with the president of the United States. And I think the fact that he had a whole bunch of black people in the White House. And the other thing is a lot of people don't know this. There's a lot of black people that work in the White House, a lot of black secret service agents. Like more, There's more than 13% of them are black. That is shocking. Yeah.
0: I've been told that no black people
1: work at the White House. (laughs) No, there's tons of black people. Black secret service agents, black um, uh, military service members that are in there working. And the president was so excited. He was, and I talked to the staffers, they said he was more excited about the crowd of people that was in that room than he is um, ever for like a press conference. So it was clear that he had love for the people that were in the room. It was was so clear. That
0: always happens when uh, Turning Point USA had the Young Black Leadership Summit. And he filled the East Room with 400 black, young black students, mm-hmm. activists. I mean, he was lit up there, too. I mean, every time he gets to interact with the black crowd that, you know, support him and his agenda. I mean, it just you can see it, it ignites him. I mean, he loves it it's because we understand his agenda and right. I think if more black people understood his agenda
1: then they would support it because realistically what is not to love about the lowest black unemployment ever
0: well the <laughs> Democrats they, they sat for, that. They they, sat they, for that so you might have to ask them what's so bad about I, that I'm pretty sure Trump could cure cancer at this point and, and they'd be like we want our cancer back <laughs> Just... <laughs> I want to ask you what was it like because we have the invitation that you received from the White House it says the president and Mrs. Trump Request the pleasure of your company at a reception in honor of National African American History Month to be held at the White House on Thursday, February 24th, 2019 at 5 o'clock. I mean, when you receive an invitation from the President of the United States in your inbox, that's got to be a surreal moment. It it was a surreal moment, and it was like,
1: you know, you don't deserve this. You're like, wow, (laughs) like, I got invited. Like, I'm just like, you know, a social media personality with, like, not a lot of followers, and, you know, they, they cared to invite me. And then, like... I was I was I was wearing like an American flag um, tuxedo, and I waved at the president, and he waved back at me, and I was oh, "That's just awesome!" Like, He's all my face, and it
0: was super exciting. So. That's awesome. I'm super. You should have worn the hoodie, although I guess you got a suit <laughs> no, up. No, yeah, we I had have. to suit up. <laughs> I wore I wore a jersey last time. But they they weren't the <laughs> they didn't like that. <laughs> did you wear the beanie? I did. You wore did the, beanie. the beanie. <laughs> now our theme for the show is black privilege, and you know, as someone in the office place. I remember when I was applying for jobs, they would come up to me and they'd say, you know, we love you, we want minorities, we want diversity. For a lot of people, if you're qualified and if you work hard and do your job, um, you can really, it benefits you in, in many circumstances. And, you know, you hear a lot of people complain, oh, they didn't hire me because I was black. I think you've witnessed the exact opposite. You've been in situations where they hire you because you're black. Exactly. I, I own a tree removal company and I'll pull up to somebody's house
1: in my, in my truck and I'll get out of the truck and I'll start talking with them and they'll hire me. And I feel like sometimes people hire me even if my prices were higher than somebody else's because I was black and they don't want to be racist. So yeah, br- black privilege is a thing. I get invited to events all the time. Um, I get asked to come to things that like there's no way my qualifications
0: Qualified to be there, but but I get. I'm trying trying to save you and say, oh, you you have to be qualified. But I think you undersell yourself. You are qualified. (laughs) Uh, I think the same thing. But I mean, no, you absolutely are. Um, And it's it's uh, annoying when you hear people say, oh, I didn't get this because I was black. And it it's just it's one of those things that is you're not going to help yourself. You're not going to help your career. Um, and at some point you have to stop making excuses for yourself. Police brutality is is that way. People yeah. will speed or
1: they'll break the law and they'll get pulled over and they'll be like, yeah, he pulled me over because I was black. Are you sure it wasn't because you were doing 25 over? No, yeah. no, everybody was doing 25 over. He got me because I was black. Were your windows tinted? Yeah. Could you see it inside the car?
0: No. no. But
1: I was black. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, and, and then you see them mouthing off at the cop, uh, you know, and doing things like, when you get pulled over by the cops, And I thought this was a black thing for the longest time Mm -hmm. because, you know, I was raised, my parents said, you know, when you get pulled over, you know, don't mouth off at the Mm -hmm. cop, put your hands on the wheel Mm -hmm. and then don't give the cop lip. It will only end up worse. Settle it in court if there's an issue later. Mm -hmm. And I thought like, oh, that's, you know, a talk that black parents give yourself. I I, I learned that just everyone is taught be respectful to the cops. Exactly. (laughs) That's just the the right thing to do. Be respectful to people that are in authority over you, period.
1: Because, like, if you're disrespectful to them and you escalate the situation... Now the
0: situation is escalated, and one of you has a gun it's yeah right exactly <laughs> and it's not gonna end well for you no and I just see these videos of people in their interactions with the cop I'm like well, that's why you got your ass beat because you were you were not respectful and Often, and you reach for his gun. He's right, like, like, right, right. like, I was unarmed. Right, exactly. I had my hand on his gun, yeah. but I was unarmed. Right, exactly. Yeah, you had your hand on his gun. So yeah. At that point, not going to end you're, well for you. You're armed. Right. <laughs> now, um, a, a bunch of uh, people came to the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was Terrence Williams, comedian. Most of you probably know him. Um, and it's a really sad story because he came to Washington to meet with the president, like all of you guys. Um, And he got in a terrible car accident. From his Lyft driver. His Lyft 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 driver allegedly
1: was high. Mm. And um, playing loud music, driving crazy. And he called me as soon as it had happened. He's like, Joel, I've been in an accident. Because I was supposed to go pick him up. Mm -hmm. We were going to meet. And then I was taking him to the hotel. Because we were staying in the same hotel room. And I was like, Terrence, stop playing. Like, I thought he was joking. Because he's talking like this. But no, he was really in an accident. And I felt terrible for not believing him right away. Um, But he is a comedian. So, you know, kind of comes with so the territory, he, yeah. but um, I, I went to see him in the hospital and uh, handed him his phone charger and stuff, we talked, and I was like, because I had called him on the phone afterward just before I got there, and I was like, Terrence, you know, just, just come out and get in the car. I went in there, and he, he was not moving, and I, and I um, was in there for a couple minutes, and David Harris, Jr. came in there. And uh, everybody's been praying for him, really hoping he, he makes a speedy recovery. He's in
0: a neck brace, he can't move, um, and he, he might
1: have to go into surgery? Yeah, but somebody did bring him some fried chicken.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> he needs so his was, fried that's chicken. That's what he needed. Oh, yeah. He's in good spirits. We actually have a video of him uh, addressing uh, his, his situation.
2: Are we live? We are live. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to thank everybody for all the support. Thanks for reaching out. Thanks for showing so much love. I'm feeling a little bit better. still in pain I've been laying on my back all day I haven't had nothing to eat because they don't want me moving my neck but I'm so thankful to be alive I'm telling y'all right now life is short because when I almost went over that cliff over that bridge or whatever I said Lord Jesus I'm coming home I thought it was the end. Uh, and I, uh, I cried, and I cried because I couldn't believe how scared I was afterwards. Uh, but, thank y'all so much. I'll be back up and running soon. I got a lot to talk about. So much stuff is going on. So just... Especially with Jesse Smollett, I I heard the news, <laughs> and I can't really laugh, <laughs> but, oh, Lord, I told y'all, I told y'all, <laughs> all right.
0: I hope he's getting good health care, because in D.C., everyone has to have Obamacare. Oh, so really? It's terrible, yeah. Oh, no, I think he might actually be outside of D.C. He he's in Maryland. He's in Maryland. But you don't want to be in D.C. Um, That's, I mean on a serious note, uh, everyone, please say a prayer for Terrence. Um, he looks like he's in good spirits, but uh, it's helpful to have uh, your thoughts with him. Um, I think uh, I am, the one thing I want to get from you, and then we'll go, is your take on the story that everyone is talking about this week, and that is, of course, what Terrence was talking about. Jesse. <sighs> When it first came out, everybody was sending it to me. They're like,
1: oh, you need to talk about this. You need to talk about this. Oh, you're a hypocrite. You've got an agenda. And I'm like, maybe I should wait till the facts
0: um, come out. And oh, not that's pull a crazy. Catholic. That's crazy talk. Wait <laughs> for the facts.
1: <laughs> I was like, "Or because I'm not trying to pull a Covington Catholic, you know, on, on this situation. But um, I waited. I waited. I bided my time. And uh, then I posted about it. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it turns out that's- he paid. It's So my thing is like. Why did you pay Nigerians to stage your white hate? You didn't have any white friends that you could pay to stage. Like
0: then you could have at least had white people committing this white hate. No, It, he, it was one of the. He's an idiot because the, he, everything about the way he planned it. From I read that the, <laughs> I read that he drove them home after they were. He paid them with a check it. with his like, name yeah. on it. And like they got, I mean, you don't buy all that stuff at once. Like they went to the, and the they supermarket, they the, the, bought the mask, and they bought the it at
1: a, a, a supermarket. Why don't you? Why don't you buy it at different stores? Right.
0: Uh, it's just, just the whole thing was like you're either an idiot or you wanted to get caught he, it was, I, I think he's genuinely an idiot paid him with a check
1: with his name on it which that thats just, uses check you remember Who what played? he said he said I fought the F back. He yeah, said that right if you looked at a picture of those guys, I was like either <laughs> either you really <laughs> are Superman or you're lying yeah. there's no way you could have you he know and then them back. and then he, the, what I what I did is I also retweeted something he had said something about everything that looks like sugar isn't sugar and he, he mentioned like anthrax and all these other random things that
0: <laughs> look like sugar nuts, and i was like i'll nut.
1: take things that didn't age well for
0: <laughs> all right joel patrick everyone thank you joel thanks for having me john all right remember we've got a podcast so make sure to go to itunes subscribe to it rate it review it thanks for watching guys we'll see you next time a reminder to everyone i'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate review and subscribe to the white house brief podcast it will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.